What do you want people to say about you when you're dead? That Adam was someone who, whenever he, whenever we knew we were going to spend time with him, we knew that we were going to have a good time. We knew the vibes were going to be high. He was going to entertain. Okay. Make people happy. Like when people are like, yes, Adam's going to be with us. They got happy. That's nice. Yeah, that's what I want. I try to be a vibes guy. There you go. So don't hang out with me during an Iowa sporting event. What about you? I hope that people say, I can't believe he died in a fiery, horrific speedboat crash on (laughs) Lake Tahoe at Grand Super Nationals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast coming to you live from the Vista Paint Studio. That's what we're going to call it. We are recording in a new location, and since Vista Paints is our sponsor, our one and only sponsor currently, it's the Vista Paint Studio as far as I'm concerned. I like it in here. It's cozy, isn't it? Yeah, plus we don't have to worry about the sound of your air conditioner anymore. Yeah. Maybe the deep freeze will make a little buzz every now and then. I'm sorry that you're back in the corner by a deep freeze. I hope you're not uncomfortable. No, I'm all right. We could use like a Sean Kemp jersey on the wall to go. I'm just looking at your jersey. Is that is that Luke Wrecker jersey? Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Kingsbury. Chris Kingsbury. Chris Kingsbury jersey, uh, game-worn, and game-worn. Um, How is that game-worn? It's really short. Did, I don't know. Did they have like midriff showing jerseys back then? Could be. Game-worn Kenyon Murray shorts below it. Those are tiny. Yeah. They wore I don't know that my daughter could wear those. Dude, they wore the high risers skin tight back in the day. One at Iowa basketball camp when I was the only camper out of 400 campers who could answer the question, who were Iowa's three coaches before Steve Alford? George Raveling, Lou Olson, Tom Davis. Only camper who knew it. Wow. Boom. And you got a pair of who's who's are those? I chose Kenyon Murray game worn shorts. You got some Kenyon Murray game worn nut huggers. Unbelievable. <laughs> I chose those over a Jeff Settles jersey. What? Looking back, I feel like I should have gone Grandpa Settles jersey. Oh yeah. Because jerseys are always better than shorts. But you know what? You know what was behind those shorts? I don't tell oh, yikes. Something that put two kids in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Both of his sons play in the NBA. <laughs> Unreal. You should, uh, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to meet them, you should bring the shorts and be like, these were your dads. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are in the Vista Paint Studios because uh, I moved in here and set this little shindig up uh, because I have some exciting news to break. I have started a podcast with the Iowa Everywhere Podcast Network, doing a uh, weekly show with Jordan Bohannon, going to be breaking down Iowa basketball, a little bit of football. And, you know, if you and I and Drake are having some good seasons, we'll probably sneak them in there, too. And fun, non-sports topics. And I wanted to make it at least somewhat of an official 
show with an official studio. So I, I threw this baby together a couple nights before. I also have big news. I had a breakfast burrito this morning from the gas station, and I'm feeling really good about it, and I think it's equally as exciting as your news. Uh, let me tell you, um, you know Jordan. I do. Uh, maybe someday you'll hear Ryan's voice on the old Iowa Everywhere Network. You never know. You guys could bring me on to talk about breaking baseball news. Um, that, or I could talk about watching Dean Oliver and the Hawkeyes on Saturday mornings as a child. Oh my gosh. On, was that when they were on Iowa public television? No, they were on Fox, but it was always like ESPN plus amazing. Some, some sort of, yeah. Amazing. Gosh. I I also remember a lot of like Phillips 66 advertising on those Saturday basketball games. You're right. Phillips 66. Um, are those still around? I haven't seen a Phillips 66 in a long time. I started, I started talking about it, and then I went to say Phillips Norelco, which is totally not Phillips 66 at all. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if they are. I think they are. I think I saw one on the way to Laredo. So really? there you go. Yeah. Hmm. So exciting news. I like your Sting action figure. Isn't it amazing? The Stinger was one of my – he's my favorite WCW wrestler. I had a uh, – I had a Hogan, that's a Fred Jackson autographed Bills hat also. Beside it, uh, Fred Jackson, uh, wife and mother-in-law from the great city of Elta, Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, used to talk to him and hang out with him when I'd go over and get my hair cut from his mother-in-law. At when the he Cut played, and Corral? At the Cut and Corral when he played for the Sioux City Bandits. When did he, did he play for them after the Bills? Nope. He went college, Canadian League, Bandits, Bills. Oh. Yeah, what a journey. Yep, a cohawk. Yep, a cohawk. I so, think he went to college the same time my cousin was there. Well, that's pretty sick. I don't know if it's sick, but it's a thing. <laughs> I love how you correct me like that. <laughs> well, it's not. It's a, it's like not. It's not a flex. No, my cousin went to the same college that Fred Jackson went to at one point in time. Yeah, like that's a weird flex. <laughs> Who's the oh. most famous person from your college? Most famous person from Northern Iowa. I feel like it's got to be Kurt Warner. Yeah. I don't know who else it would be besides Kurt Warner. Bryce Pop, but he, Kurt Warner is more famous than him. Bryce Pop's up there. They made a whole movie about Kurt Warner. Yeah. It's, I you feel have like no it's like be... ancient, like the guy that invented Boy. the swizzle stick or something like that. <laughs> I'd have to do some research on famous Panthers. The most famous people from my college are the creators of VeggieTales, and I what? think they got kicked out of my college for not going to enough chapels. But they went to Crown, the VeggieTale creators? For a, for a time, yep. Dude, they made some money. That, I think those are the only two famous people I know of from my college. That's wild, though. It's not a huge college. Phil and something, I think. No, it's not. It's very small. But yeah, I was always told they didn't graduate from there. They got like kicked out or something. Wow. Again, you had to go to so many chapels to stay. Yeah. Off probation there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, shoot. Shoot a mile. I hope you'll go subscribe to the podcast on the Iowa Everywhere Network. Check it out. Actually, just subscribe to the network. That's how you get all the pods. And then listen to Making Mems. That's what we're going to be doing while we talk. We're going to be making mems. What are mems? Uh, short for memories. Oh, okay. Yep, making mems. <laughs> I've never called them that, so yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it's, it's a callback to when Jordan signed his shoes. Thanks for the mems. And left them at half court in Hilton Coliseum his last game at Iowa State after Iowa whooped them. And it sent Iowa State fans into a frenzy. 
They were not happy. Well, what would Iowa fans do if George Nyang did the same thing? The same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You want to know something wild? Yeah, I do. And exciting? Mm-hmm. I spilled gasoline on myself today, and I've never smelled uh, more manly in my life, I don't think. Really? You ever smelled pine tar? That's the most manly smell there is. Actually, I don't know if I have smelled pine tar. Oh, pine tar is incredible. Man. Can you guys use that? Yeah. I didn't. I thought it'd be illegal. Maybe. No. Why would it be illegal? I don't know. Don't they get? Don't you get in trouble like for pine tar in your fingers and trying to get better grip on the ball or something? Well, pitchers can't have a foreign substance, but right. no, you can have pine tar. I, a lot of kids don't use it. I wish they would. I'm going to make my son use it and like coach pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to attract the right kind of lady. You just put a little pine tar behind your ear before you go out on a date or what? something. Because if she likes the smell of pine tar, that means she likes ball players, and, and that's she's a winner. That's the right kind of woman you want to be with. All right, it is my. Goal. It's a wonderful smell. Yeah, this summer I'm gonna have to come smell pine tar with you. Liquid dugout. pine tar is the best. All right, that's what I used in college was liquid pine tar, and you put it on a rag and then you put it on your bat. All right. Yeah, I was filling a. I was filling our power washer. I was power washing off my tractor. And a few other things going into winter and went to it just it got it came out too fast. Gasoline went all over my finger. At first I was mad, but then I went and wiped. Wait, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You started this by saying you spilled gasoline all over yourself. Now you're saying oh, it, it just got hand. on your Sorry. finger on my hand, my it, left hand. Some gasoline got on your fingy. Yeah, this no, is a like, mountain out of a molehill like three fingers. <laughs> you. You made it sound like you were Chris Farley and Tommy Boy, and it was like all over you. You got a couple drips of gasoline on your fingers, and you're going to try to turn this into a story right now. It was a handful. Of was drips. it a harrowing experience? It was a kind of. I thought I might get poisoning. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've used gasoline to wash my hands before, and I had paint on them or something. Just, just use gasoline. Tell you what, I went and. Rub those. I fingers wouldn't do it in this economy, but <laughs> I rub those fingers through dirt, and then I smelled my fingers. A little bit of dirt mixed with the gasoline. It was glorious. Gasoline doesn't smell like gasoline to me anymore since I got COVID. Oh no! Yeah, it's a weird smell. It doesn't. It's it's come back a little bit. When I first had COVID, I can't even describe what it smelled like. It was like a weird smell I've never smelled before. But huh. now I can't smell gasoline like I used to. Dang. Can I just say that I love your glasses? Thank you. They might be a little big. I know. They're perfect. They fit my face. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I really enjoy them. For the listeners, I lost my glasses for over a year, and then I found them today at the hitting facility I work at, the baseball training place. And I was like, what? And they were like covered in dust because they hadn't been touched in a year. I left them on top of a stereo under the <laughs> stairs. I was so happy because... What's a pair of glasses cost? Hundred bucks or something? Yeah. I think that's what I, I got them from Warby Parker. Which if you've never used Ooh. them before, it's nice. They send you ones at home you can try on. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say because they're not a sponsor, but yep. they should be. Yep. You hear me, Warby Parker CEO? Come on. But um, no, I I like wearing them. I like wearing them because I feel like my eyes don't work as hard when my glasses are on. Well, I think they look great. Thank you. Do you have glasses? No. No, I'm the only one in my family who does not have glasses. So you're you're an only child, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. So your mom and dad both have glasses? Yeah. I, I don't see Mike wearing glasses. Uh, he has to wear, he literally cannot read without cheaters on. 
Well, so that's, not subscription. Yeah. I per, mean, he should have subscription. Prescription, classes. by the way, not subscription. <laughs> you dummy. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Subscription. <laughs> oh boy. I've said some yeah, stupid things on this podcast. You're clearly not a glasses wearer because <laughs> you have to be. They always say glasses make you look smarter. Yeah. I wouldn't. It wouldn't work for me. I'm saying subscription over here. Jeez Louise. Um, it's probably the gasoline you were huffing today. <laughs> I really miss when my Facebook timeline was just actual human friends. Yeah. And not just so, pages and memes and stuff, which there's some good ones. A lot of wrong. ads lately. I loved college. And just going through it and just seeing only people. I'm sure that they've they make more money than they used to, but mm-hmm. I've just noticed this trend with human beings. We just keep messing with things until we ruin it. And I think like like I'm a capitalist. Capitalism's good, but mm-hmm. there's also a bad side to capitalism, which is advertisements on sacred things like baseball uniforms and everything having to have an advertisement slapped in your face like that's the downside of capitalism that you know the rules of the game are make as much money as you can in any way that you can but like yeah we had this website that was really cool and it didn't have ads and you could just like see your friends lives and stay in touch and then things do what they always do and we just keep monetizing and screwing it up to where it's a horrible experience to be on it yeah yeah, I, and I brought this up to someone the other day, and they said, don't you share, like, don't you have a fa- uh, Facebook page for your podcast and share stuff on there and videos and stuff for your pod? I said, yeah. I said, but I would gladly go back to the way it was, and I could just just still, like, write a post, like, telling people to go listen to my podcast. I don't have to have a page for it. Uh, every so often, and I by every so often, I mean, like, once every two days, a boomer that I'm somehow friend. it's not the same boomer, it's just, like, any boomer that I'm friends with (laughs) will post something like copy and paste this and post it. And you'll get your feedback from all the advertisements (laughs) or they here. This is, I can't believe they fall for this stuff. It's always like copy and paste this or Facebook will take possession of all of your photos and personal contacts at midnight tonight. Yep. And it's like all caps. The post is like, I do not give Facebook permission to take all of my, identity it's like why do you guys keep falling for this like that's not real yeah oh my gosh man it was a it was a bygone era that you know really not a ton of us know i deleted facebook my sophomore year of college and it was right when they added the feed yep and all of a sudden it was just a 24 7 fire hose of like your friends status updates and it was like I was like, no, this is this is weird. This is too much information. I don't need to get an update because I don't need to get an update about people's relationships. Because you remember back then how much we all use the relationship status? Mm-hmm. Like I remember breaking up with my girlfriend in college, my freshman year, and we we had dated for three years, and it was like, well, do we just downgrade it to complicated? Or do we put that we're single? And I remember when I switched it to single and we had dated, like I said, three years. Anybody that knew us at college knew that we were in this long-term relationship. We both, I think, at one point thought it was going to go the distance and other people thought we were probably going to end up getting married because it was a Christian college and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I changed it to single, 
and so did she. It was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. And then uh, like people in our Tidal lives wave. probably saw it and were like, holy crap. <laughs> Not like, holy crap, Burke's back on the market. Nobody cared. But more like, I got to know what happened. Yeah. Three-year relationship ends. Like, what? Do you remember how much we all like, now No, like people don't really care like it's weird to put your relationship status on facebook but it was it was super important back then yes it was boy i tell you what uh, i do remember crushing on some girls in college who had back home boyfriends and when you'd see that status get changed to single you were like let's go game on yep i'm talking to her a little bit more at the next party i'm gonna go put a little pine tar behind my ear i'm gonna get, <laughs> go get my best shirt on <laughs> Yeah, it was a uh, man. It that was a big, big. Deal. How how dramatic was it for people to actually use the "it's complicated"? So stupid. That's very dramatic. That's just wanting attention. <laughs> that's that's wanting attention. That's saying I'm sorry that we didn't post our pictures sooner from vacation that no one cares about. It's wanting attention. Yeah, I mean, especially if you go from in a relationship to it's complicated. Aren't you just kind of begging people to ask you what's going on? But I'm trying to think like back then we just had the wall. You could just write on people's walls Mm -hmm. and they had photo albums. And do you remember the groups? The groups was a big deal. Yep. Groups was a good time. Yeah. I remember like some of us created, sometimes you'd create like a special group because all of us paid attention to the groups that other people were in. Mm -hmm. And it was like invite only and like exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And then I used to spend way too much time curating my likes and hobbies and interests. Yeah. We, and I I honestly miss the days where all I would do is like go to different people's pages and just read their profile. Yeah. I would just look at the bands they were into or their... Yeah, get to know them. Yeah. And like it, would, it was like a rabbit hole. Like I'd click on this person and then you would see the friend thing on the left and you go, oh, I know that person. Click on there, read their whole profile. What are they into? Like I would just surf around people's pages it was awesome and then the feed came in and i was like nope don't like this and deleted my facebook account until two years ago i mean i was from sophomore year of college until like two years ago i did not i did not i didn't have facebook that's wild yeah sheesh i was just off of it entirely i missed the whole farmville craze entirely (laughs) farmville oh there's i'm not gonna lie there's uh and i guess you probably since you didn't have it maybe you don't feel this way but i do feel like a little bit of an ego boost, like like kids nowadays with their social medias and stuff. I kind of feel like I'm better than you because I was there like for MySpace and Facebook when it started. Oh yeah, the OG of it. Like you guys will never understand how awesome OG Facebook was when Facebook only existed for college kids. It was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was awesome when like the adults couldn't be there and the kids couldn't be there. Yep, it was the best, and you had to have a college email address to get it. And I just can't tell you how much better it was before people who are my age right now could be on there. Yep. And and the teenagers weren't there. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to trash people. It's just, it was awesome. Well, yeah. I still remember Professor Frederick's speech class sitting down and this girl, Angela, was behind me talking to this guy, Dominic, and she was talking about Facebook. And I turned around, you know, class hadn't started yet. And I was like what are you talking about? And she's like, it's this website, Facebook. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, it's like MySpace, but better. I said, how, you know? And she's like, it's only for college kids. And it's just, she said, it's just cleaner and like sleeker. And like, it just looks better. Cause remember how mm-hmm. busy MySpace was? Yes. 
and there'd be like a song playing somewhere on a player <laughs> yeah. you couldn't you find couldn't and find you couldn't it. turn it off and <laughs> um just like sparkly backgrounds and stuff and and i i like went back immediately after that class and logged in and got on facebook and told my roommate about it and we both created profiles and we were like wow this is like way better yeah remember back then it was it's a little bit of a flex how many friends oh, you yeah. had um which is why because i'm a contrarian a lot of times i was like no i'm gonna do the anti like you gotta be pretty special to get on my friend list mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep a small circle on here I, that's I don't think it's a flex to have a lot of friends. I think it's a flex to have very few friends. Yep. So, yeah, I just was like frustrated. Like, quit sending me these if you're not going to. I'll talk to you in real life if you want to talk to me. <laughs> I'm not like too good to talk to you at all. But like, stop sending me these. I was my rule. And co- so outside of obviously like lifelong friends who are now in other universities and stuff who I was friends with on there. My rule for you and I was. If you went to you and I and I didn't talk to you at least once a week, we're not Facebook friends. If it didn't like in person. So I had like a bunch of people from uh, the world renowned University of Northern Iowa Men's Glee Club on there because I had rehearsal with them once a week. That's so fascinating to me that you were in a men's glee club. <laughs> there was a solid group of chicks who did love the the glee club and came to all the concerts. You did, did not have glee club groupies. Dateable girls? Debatable. You did not have glee club Dateable? groupies. Debatable? Debatable. <laughs> okay. If we're GC groupies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if I didn't talk to you once a week in person, we weren't on. So it was like people I'd see on the weekend out. If I saw you and was like, would catch up and actually chat. Yeah, you're on there. But it could get watered down because everyone was like, I got to have 800 friends. See, now or I, you could just have 240 that, you know, now I pretty much accept anybody unless you're like a spam profile. Because mm-hmm. when you get to be an adult, you realize that the world's about networking and like connections and yep. you know for for you especially like with the podcast you want to get you want to blast it out to as many people as you can right yep so now that i'm older i don't treat facebook that way um but definitely in college i was like keeping it small small oh, yeah. circle gosh dang i do miss it maybe someday something will come along like it but i don't you just can't replicate something like that it was too good i don't you can't replicate yeah. it I don't know how to here's the other thing that was so great about it back then. People kept like stupid politics and stuff off of it. Yeah, it was straight just it pictures was just, of life. It was just social interactions. Yep. Like Yeah, it, it was I don't even know how to describe how good it was because the the politics and the opinions and all that stupid stuff wasn't there. And all of us were in college, so it wasn't endless photo albums of people's babies and stuff mm-hmm. it was all just like pictures of what people did the night before like like young people hanging out and having a social life mm-hmm. it was all that and when you were hanging out having a social life you were actually doing that because we were taking pictures with digital cameras and then you have to go like upload it to <laughs> yeah. facebook and then you'd continue hanging out you wouldn't like stop your hang to start putting them on there right away and ignore your friends and the people around you no like the next morning, yeah, you'd, the next uplo- morning. you'd like upload everything yeah so then people like knew what you did the day before and just man life was it was the social aspect of life was so much better. it was so much like it was more pure. It, yeah that's the word i was going to use it was so much more pure socializing mm-hmm. instead of like spouting opinions and and like listen people out there your kids are adorable they really are they're the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) but facebook was better when i didn't have to look at all the photo albums of your kids you know what i mean and i put pictures of my own kids up there i'm gel i i'm uh guilty of it too i get it but yeah uh facebook college facebook ryan is a better version of what i am now (laughs) yeah for sure 
How, I got a question for you. Do you think people should feel embarrassed if they accidentally like someone's picture from like 10 years ago on a photo album? <laughs> I don't think they should. Man. Why did you put them on there if you didn't want people to look through them? I, I, we yeah, need to at remove. The same time, does it look like someone's like creeping on you? Why is it creeping? I don't know. Like, hey, I just met you and we met at a a social gathering and you friended me and like I don't I'm like trying to get to know who you are. Oh, so I go back sense, and look through your photo albums. In that sense I'm good with it. Or like we went to high school together and I haven't seen you in like let's see I graduated in 05. I haven't seen you in 18 years. So I'm just kind of catching up on your life cuz we recently became friends online and I'm looking at some pictures from like 2013 when it was like the dark period where neither one of us kept in touch. You know what I mean? And oh, I accidentally liked one. Like, why should I feel bad about that? That one I'm on board with. But like, why put photo albums on Facebook? Are we putting them on there saying I it's only socially acceptable for you guys to look at these for the next four days after I post them <laughs> anytime after that? And, it, and you're creeping. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Honestly, if I got a notification that someone liked like a photo from my college photo album, I'd probably think that's pretty dope. Speaking of your wife, I was getting home from the farm today. Oh, yeah. She told me she said. And uh, I, hear, I hear, sup, dude? And I look, <laughs> and she's got her window down. She's got these aviators on, and she just throws up the peace sign and drives by. I was like, Nadine's so cool. She is cool. She's super <laughs> cool. She's the coolest chick I ever met. Oh, that was funny. I cracked up. All right. I have a would you rather for you. Okay. Would the, you- the last one wasn't very difficult. When you said, like, <laughs> yeah. would you rather try great. to get five yards and get CTE for $10 million <laughs> or would you just wipe a million dollars? That was like so easy. All right. Well, maybe this is going to be, this one is tough for me. I don't know if I still have an answer. Would you rather have to drive with no air conditioning? Okay. I do that, but go ahead. Or no cruise control for the rest of your life. I do that every day. I drive a 50 year old truck with no air conditioning and no cruise control and no power steering. The rest of your life. And no radio. So if you just had to do that the rest of your life, you're good with it all. What's the other? What's the other half of the? Would you rather? That's it. Would you rather have no AC or new or no cruise control for the rest of your life? You have to choose. Oh, I'd rather have no cruise control. I don't care. Don't you? I don't have either one of those things. So like, this isn't that hard. <laughs> Dang it! I'm asking the <laughs> I wrong question. I would kill for power steering in my truck. <laughs> like, Dang it! That's what it should have been. I will. No AC or no power dude, steering. I have such unbelievably jacked forearms because I of, imagine if you don't have power steering because of power steering and parking lots <laughs> backing out a truck with no power steering I'm like Austin Powers like eater, 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 eater. Uh, no shoot. like I'm like huh, 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 like the yeah. like cranking that wheel like, yeah the no power steering sucks in parking lots it looks like you're standing on like a giant ship turning the big wooden wheel yeah, I need like I need those like the spokes, that's the handles that stick out. Oh. Actually, what I need is a suicide knob. Yep, aren't those illegal on vehicles though? I don't know. We have one on a tractor. I hate driving without cruise control because my knee starts to hurt and my shins get sore and well, tired. Are you doing it right, and if I'm just like halfway pushing that pedal down, I want to set it to cruise control, and then I like want to cross my legs below me on the floor. I want to pull a knee up like on the middle. What fender thing where I can just let 
rest my arm on my knee and I got a, there's a lot of leg room rest in my truck. Rest your arm on your knee? There's a lot of leg room in my trucks. So there's a lot of Are freedom to do so. secretly really flexible? <laughs> and if I have to keep a foot on the pedal the whole time, I'm not sure I can handle it. But I also get really hot. And I don't like being hot and Just sticky and humid. I put the, I just have a, you know, those little, but what is the window the down and smoky, it's the little smoking out. window thing that old cars had, the little triangle you don't get window. hot, sticky, gross. I just flip that thing. Yeah, but what if it's 95 and humid out? Then I roll my window down and stick my arm out the window. Yeah. Air conditioning is the way to go. Honestly, though. I, listen, like, I'm, I don't disagree. I would take it. I want yeah. air conditioning. I just don't have it. So I deal with it. I think I'd rather have, have cruise control, no air conditioning would be better for me. Whatevs. Yeah, whatevs. All right. Um, oh, I have a thought. I recently found my Ninja Turtle pillow from when I was a kid. Actually, I didn't recently find it. My son's been using it, but somehow I got a hold of it. I've been using it in my bed with my wife. <laughs> a my, Ninja Turtle pillow? Yeah, because I am at the age where if I don't have the exact right height on my pillows, I wake up with a horrible headache the next day because I'm yeah. a neck. And I have found that with one of our standard pillows... And a Ninja Turtle pillow, it's perfect. But if oh. I go two of our bedroom pillows, it's too steep. And one is not steep enough. Huh. So I've just sort of started using my Ninja Turtle pillow. Pillows are a picky thing. You got to have the right one. I know, but I just feel silly that like I'm a 37-year-old, soon-to-be 37-year-old married man hey, don't be using a Ninja Turtle pillow. Don't be ashamed of who you are. What's Hobbs think of this? Does he miss it? He's got a Spider-Man pillow. I don't think he's missing it at the moment. <laughs> um. A couple more thoughts. Yeah. King's Hawaiian is like a drug. Oh, it's so good. It almost tastes as good as my grandma Nadine's rolls. Oh, it's similar. Um, but I recently got into a pack of them. Can't stop. I, they're like Pringles. It's it's tough. Yeah. But they're dangerous. Dude, you know what I like to do? What's that? I like to take them little King's Hawaiians, smash them down nice and thin, butter both sides and sprinkle a little garlic salt on them. Pan fry them and make King's Hawaiian garlic bread. That's pretty good. It's unbelievable. I like ham salad in my King's Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. Fairway ham salad. Now we're talking. Mm. So the other day at Vista Paints, shout out Vista Paints. Get Maybe. in there and mention the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. You get 10% yep. off. I feel like if this is the Vista Paints studio, I should paint the walls with Vista Paints paint. Yeah, except isn't one of the thing you you rent this apartment? Is it? Yeah, I probably isn't one do of that. the tell like the rules of thumb when renting is like don't make any improvements <laughs> to the apartment yourself. Yeah, probably. And I mean, I've already put some good holes in the wall behind me. Hope they don't get. Hope they don't get mad. Does Josh listen? Uh, yeah, I think he does. So he'll know. The other day at Vista Paints, I'm yes. sitting there with T Bone, and we're I don't know doing our thing. T Bone gets a phone call on his cell phone. It's the lovely first lady of Vista Paints, Melinda Buckles. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is this man, Tony, has an absolute banger as a ringtone. What is it? It's not even like a, it's not a song. It's not like a, an, it's like whatever is one of the ringtones that comes with his phone. <laughs> oh, it's a default? But it's incredible. It's so good. Is it a flip phone? No. Okay. But I. it's not an iPhone. It's something else. But. Hitachi, I don't know, <laughs> but I remember thinking like this man ha- is just walking around with an absolute heater in his pocket when the phone rings. I didn't want him to answer it. It was so good. I was grooving oh. on it hard. My ringtone is a Zach Brown band song. I've been thinking I need to go back to a generic one. Yeah, I who 
You still have a song for a ringtone? A Zach Brown What is it, song. 2007? I feel like I need to get rid of it. I don't know any like grown adult person that has like a a recording artist song. I mean, Tony's is just a standard ringtone I, he picked from the phone. Tonight, tonight after this podcast, I'm changing it. Do you remember back when we do, had do, flip do, phones? Do, 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 Nobody knows do. what that is. Oh, that's a ringtone. Oh, um, yeah, I do. I remember flip phones. I remember paying like a dollar ninety nine to get for a ringtone, like the digital version. Like it's not even the actual song. Yep. It's like the beeps and stuff. In it's the, so terrible. Yeah, it's like a, a little electronic beeping version of like Weezer, like Hashpipe or something, <laughs> or Island in the Sun. And I remember like literally downloading one of those from Verizon. Yeah, and think and like <laughs> so did I. When someone would call, you're like just kind of let it play a little bit because you paid a dollar ninety nine for yeah. it. Plus, you kind of want everybody to notice, like, yeah, it's a Weezer song on my ringtone. What's <laughs> up? I'm pretty cool. <laughs> Mine was calling Baton Rouge. <laughs> I believe you that it was Colin Baton Rouge, but nobody listening recognized that melody. Oh, whoops. It just sounded like you went. Doo, 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 <laughs> In my head, it sounded like it. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried. No, I, I wonder if I could find one of those ringtones. I would I would go back to it for like a day, yeah. but people don't call very much anymore. It's just no. texting. Gosh, I'm really excited, though. To do what? To change my ringtone. I get excited about change like that. Mine's just a standard iPhone, like, ring, 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 ring. It's just one of those. All right. I'm changing mine tonight. I'm very excited about it. What are you going to change it to? I don't know. I have to listen to them. Go try to find a digital, a little. Where? How do you even assign a song as a ringtone? Boy, I think I did it way back in the day. And Is it, it, you it do just it get, inside Apple Music? I think so. And then there was an option to put his ringtone. I set this as my ringtone in, like, 2008 in college. It's the same one ever since. Day That I Die by Zach Brown Band. Huh. is the song and it just kept transferring over i guess interesting yeah um shout out for you okay uh also for you and loyal listener nick christensen from okaboji who is the host of a good miss beyond the green a podcast i have been on and they've uh, made a youtube video with me and they've been on this pod as well he's from texas he said, you nailed it on the head with your Texas take last week. He said he thinks he's the only person ever born in Texas who actually who uh, actually left, let alone moved to Iowa of all oh, places. Oh, my take that people in Texas think we all care yeah. about him? He said, you nailed it on the head. He goes, I think I'm the only person ever born there who left. Nick, I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> we should get together sometime over uh, a nice gazpacho soup <laughs> and talk about our views on various U.S. states. <laughs> Gazpacho. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy. You want to get into the meat? Yeah. The meat mm. of the episode. Uh, I saw an article the other day, and it made me upset, as many food articles do. I'm entirely too opinionated on food. Someone here, uh, it's from the website Delish. Someone sent this article into Delish on October 30th. It's two friends. They said they ate... Dozens of Little Debbie snacks all in one day so they could do a definitive Little Debbie's ranking. Okay. And I must say this ranking is preposterous. It's really bad. So number 24. They did 24? 24 of them. There's 24 different kinds of Little Debbies? There is. They did them all. (laughs) 24 is the mini zebra donuts, which absolutely does not belong at 24. Uh 23, I've never heard of this one. Have you? The banana marshmallow pies? 
That sounds horrendous on so many levels. <laughs> Doesn't it? Ugh. How is it better than one of them? Uh, that's 23. What do you like better, banana-flavored things or lemon-flavored things? Oh, gosh, lemon. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not a big banana-flavored guy. Lemon is like my all-time favorite flavor. Okay. Oh, lemon. Yummy. All-time favorite flavor? Of, like, desserts, bars. If we're going, like, candies, it's strawberry. Like, the Red Skittle and the Pink Starburst strawberry, those are the favorites. Okay. But lemon is right behind um mini brownies was number 22 they're little mini they look I've like seen a little mini muffin bees. yeah i know what they look like the mini bees yep uh the cherry pies the mini fruit She's cherry pies my cherry pie who sings it warrant oh nice <laughs> uh 20 it was the donut sticks the glazed donut sticks they the, look oh what's a that's an oxymoron. Donut stick? A so, donut's got a circle with a hole in it. They call them donut sticks. They're like shaped like this, and it's just like a donut material thing. I do not accept. Yeah, it's stupid. It'd be like a Dunkin' thing. 19 is the unicorn cakes. It's worse than some of the things above it. Uh, let's see here. Snickerdoodle, or behind it, however you say that. The Snickerdoodle cream pies? Never had them. Heard of them. Not a big Snickerdoodle guy. I like the Snickerdoodle cookie. Do you? All yeah, right. Those are the cookies they teach you to make in home ec. Like the first, that's like the first cookie they teach you to make. Mm-hmm. I'd like a good one. Snicky duties. Yeah. Number 17. This is where I about punched a hole right through my computer screen. Okay. Zebra cakes. The definitive number one, and it's at 17 on their list. <laughs> you think zebra cakes is number one? One. <laughs> that's an asinine number take. one. Zebra cake? Zebra cakes number one baby the listeners are gonna agree with me that is not number one i get it's not even top four what i don't think it's top five actually you're out of your mind no i'm i'm being dead serious i'm not doing this for shock value a zebra cake i got anger goosebumps a zebra cake is mid at best what no (laughs) yeah okay do you okay when i break off my top five you're gonna go okay never mind i see it your way burke gotta gather myself Number 16, fudge rounds, which are good. Nah, I don't know that you'd be that high. This one is way too low. Honey buns, 15. Yeah, honey buns are so good. Honey buns are pretty good. Yeah, I love getting those. They're just a glazed donut in a different format. I love getting a honey bun and a bag of Gardettos before going to musical practice in high school. One thing I don't like (laughs) about honey buns is they're impossible to eat without getting the sticky stuff all over your hands. There is no, no clean way to eat a honey bun. Unless you try to do that thing where, like, you open the package and you push, like, half of it out and you're going to try to hold the plastic like a a wrapper. I've done that. Eventually, you end up getting stuff on your hands. Boy, they are good, though. I remember when I discovered them in, like, seventh grade. The chocolate chip cream pie is coming at 14 on their list. You can have it. Same. Uh, Star Crunch Cosmic Snack Cookies. That's, like, the cookie that's got, like, the Cocoa Crispy looking thing on the outside. I know. How dare oh, you? I'm sorry. You're going to insult my intelligence and talk to me like I don't know what a Star Crunch is? <laughs> it's a top five Little Debbie. Oh. Yeah. What? You're going you're gonna to sit there. Our lips are going to be so different. You're going to sit there <laughs> and talk to me like I'm some sort of idiot and doesn't know what a Star <laughs> Crunch is? Get out of here. By the way. I'm about ready to throw you out of the Vista Paints podcast studio <laughs> with, the, with that kind of attitude, sir. By the way. Yeah. Uh. I just figured out who I'm vibing on uh, from the look you're giving me. Judah Friedlander. And I, and I like that. That's a good thing. 
That's one of the most offensive things anyone's ever said. I think he looks cool. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. That's like me saying, um, I feel like I'm vibing hard right now with, I don't know. Tom Arnold? No. (laughs) Just insert celebrity you don't want to be compared to. Bill Cosby? (laughs) Theodore with the jello. Number 12 on this list, the oatmeal cream pie. What? Yeah. That's bad. That's that's up there. It shouldn't be 12. You shut your stupid mouth. It shouldn't be 12. Don't sit here and tell me that's 12. Who made this list? Ah, Somebody with a head Satan. injury? Satan. It's like Satan if he had CTE. <laughs> is CTE the official like ailment of this pod? We reference it, it all the time. It is. Well, I have it. Uh, birthday cake mini muffins is 11. Not better than oatmeal cream pies. Birthday cake mi- birthday cake flavored anything is trash. I hate birthday cake flavor. Kind of with you. Number 10, strawberry shortcake rolls, which are pretty freaking good. But 10, that's probably fair. Nine is the blueberry mini muffins. Eight is the Nutty Buddy wafer bars. Can we put them in the top, like, up by 22? What? They're not that good. Nutter butters? Yeah. Or nutter, nutter, Nutty Buddies? The Nutty Buddy wafer bars? No, those are those are eh, gas. They're all right. Those are straight gas, my guy. Yeah. Jelly, okay, this jelly cream pie is seven. Can you believe that garbage? What's a jelly cream pie? It looks like a PB&J in, like, cookie form covered in chocolate. It's stupid. Number six, pecan spin wheels. If you heat those babies up in the microwave, they are money. Do you like pecan pie? Oh, yeah. Never had it. These pecan What's spin the wheels consistency are of pecan? What is money. What is the meat of pecan pie? Like, what is it? Made? Uh, the pecans are just on top, right? Yeah, pecan pie is kind of a... Is it pecan pie or pecan pie? I call it pecan, but you can call it either pecan pie. It's thicker than... It's thicker than... Uh, um, than uh, pumpkin pie, but then it's kind of got like a super kind of tacky, crispy bottom. My dad liked it. It's hard to explain. My dad liked it. It's good. It's, what does it it's taste definitely like? not on the Mount Rushmore pies. Is it pies. cinnamon? It's kind of cinnamony and uh, almost like fudgy in a way. It's definitely not on the Mount Rushmore pies, though. No. These pecan spin wheels, though, oh my, dangerous. Number five, the chocolate cupcake with the white cream filling in the middle. Oh, it's. Isn't that the Little Debbie version of the ho-ho? Yeah. Okay. Number four, egregious, the apple pie. Oh, interesting. Why is it at four? What are we doing? I don't know. Number three, Swiss cake roll. Number two, the peanut butter crunch bar. Stupid. And number one, cosmic brownies. Uh, Cosmic brownies, not even a top five for me. Same. Do you like cosmic brownies? I like them, but not top five. I can't imagine how sick you would get eating all 24 varieties of Little Debbie's in one day. I know. So horrible. My uh, one of my old assistant coaches in baseball, Kyle Martin, shout out Lyle, as I called him. Mm-hmm. We would throw batting practice together at, in like at like, you know, two in the afternoon. It's a hundred million degrees out. We're just sweating like crazy. We get the boys on the bus. We're driving down the road in a metal tin can, essentially sweating like crazy. Lyle just pulls out like a Christmas tree cake or a freaking zebra cake and he starts eating it. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's 110 degrees in this bus. How can you eat cake right now? There's no bad time to eat cake. Yes, there is. When you're so sweaty and it's hot, why do you want to eat cake? Give me a Z cake and a Gatorade, baby. No. He, He was like, what? It's good. I'm like. 
I don't know how you can eat cake right now. It's like eating chili in a hundred degree weather. Like, why do you what? eat chili? I don't. Nobody. Why do you want to eat cake when you're sweaty? I don't know. Maybe you're having a good time at a wedding dance, and you want some of that wedding cake. I don't ever want it. Cake is not a sweaty food. You don't eat cake when sweating. You don't eat cake when sweating. <laughs> when you're sweating, there's one thing you want. A shower. It's not a hot take. <laughs> All right. So that list was stupid. And the ladies who made it, uh, please make better life choices. Please don't be misogynistic, Adam. I'm sorry. Okay. So we should give our Mount Rushmore. Yeah. My Mount Rushmore is zebra cake, number one. Yuck. Go ahead. The pecan spin wheel, number two. If you <laughs> microwave them... I'm so glad you're keeping your streak alive of like just horrendous food opinions. I'm so glad that you're keeping your horrendous opinions alive, Ryan. <laughs> How can someone who professes to love food so much miss on every single one of these? I'm a time? super taster. You guys just don't get my life. No. I taste better than other people. I I don't understand. Like you are a self-professed foodie and you just never have like a take that the vast majority of people. How do you with. know of all of our listeners, like 80% of them aren't agreeing with me and disagreeing with you? 80% of our listeners are not putting pecan spin wheels in their top four little Debbie's. If I Debbies. had some right now and microwave them for you, no. you might faint. They'd be so good. <laughs> Dude, I, 80% of our listeners don't even know what a pecan spin it's, wheel is. It's like eating one of those caramel rolls. They're so good. No, it's like asking somebody who their favorite player on a World Series team is, and, and they name like... <sighs> A, a lefty reliever rarely used. Like the pecan spin wheel is not even in half the stores in America. You can't find it. Have you even had one? No, but that's my See? point. That's my point, dude. This is like your bad take on Code Red. You'd never had it, dude. That's my point. Like if it was any good, I'd have eaten it by now, dude. There. Why like, have I never heard about it till now? If it's so good, you're like everyone else who gets brainwashed by McDonald's. You've been brainwashed by Swiss cake roll. <laughs> you got to try the pecan spin wheel. And heat it up, it'll blow your mind. No, I don't heat up like stuff that's not meant to be heated up. All right, I'm going to buy some. I'm going to the grocery store Friday and putting pecan spin on my list. Bringing some over. Good luck finding one. They're never around because they're trash. You probably have to order it special from Abu Dhabi. Why don't you go home to your trash candy, panda? <laughs> trash panda. Why don't you hop in the bun if you're going to act like a wiener? <laughs> my number three is a Swiss cake roll. And my number four is the chocolate cupcake. <laughs> Oatmeal cream pie, honorable mention. Yeah, your list sucks. I'm, you I'm, suck. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's what I meant. I just want Mary, Adam said suck on the podcast, and I think you need to punish him for that. Suck <laughs> so um, in the mouth. So my Mount Rushmore would be oatmeal cream pie. Duh. Duh. It's good. It's good. Uh, Swiss cake roll. Delicious. Then I'm going... Star Crunch, so good. Love the Rice Krispies in there. Mid. Wrong. <laughs> uh, and then I think number four. Zebra cake. No, zebra cake sucks. I'm going nutty, but nutter buddy, nutty buddy. People do love those. Those are good. I've I've just never been a big wafer guy, but people love them. I'm, I I'm, I do like a honey bun. They're so good. Okay, so this is a pecan spin wheel. Yeah, they're amazing. I'm mad about your take. Honestly, their pies are good, but do you remember this brand we used to be able to get at Casey's of mm -hmm. different at different kinds? Mm -hmm. Those were actually pretty good heated up. Of the cherries and the fruit and the apples and stuff. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, frosted fudge cake? No thanks. If you heated up those pies and threw a little dollop of vanilla ice cream on top, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm. I feel. I feel very good about my my four, and and I feel good about that. Those are like the only good four little Debbie treats. <laughs> like I, little Debbie needs to shrink the catalog and just go all in on those four. No. My honorable mention would be honey bun. Honey buns are good, and I did eat them. I tried to keep them in the wrapper and eat it so I wouldn't get my fingies all dirty. They're so good. Eddie's back. Okay, I need to do a little bit of a mea culpa here. Uh Uh-oh. What's mea culpa mean? I just saw myself in the mirror. With this hat and these glasses, it is a Judah Friedlander-like vibe. (laughs) But it looks good. For real. I I mean, I don't like being compared to him, but I see what you were referencing. Also, I was just in your kitchen. Um, Adam, you are such a bachelor. In your kitchen... In in indoors, your garbage can is an Oscar the Grouch <laughs> like style garbage can in the middle of your kitchen. Yeah. Like you're like on the street of Sesame Street. <laughs> it's my recycle bin. Also, you had a caramel apple sucker on your counter. How good? Do you remember around like middle school when those like debuted? I feel like they didn't exist until we were in like middle school and then they were everywhere and we were all eating them. Yeah. It was it it's gotta be around there. I like feel like late nineties. Yeah, I feel like those did not. I mean, unless oh, they're so good. Unless an older list, excuse me. Unless an older listener can tell me that, like, no, we had those in the eighties. I I literally feel like they were not there when I was in elementary school. No, they were late all of a sudden 90s. they were like every sporting event concession stand, and mm-hmm. my we would buy them. Yep. Or my mom would buy like a big old bag of them, and we'd have them in our house. Yep. Dude, they're so. F- I haven't had one in a while. They're so good. You know, recently. Probably a year ago, I went on a kick where I would stop at gas stations, and for twenty five cents, I would just get a Tootsie Pop, like a purple Tootsie Pop. They're so good. They're great. Suckers. I don't. I don't like blow pops, but I do like Tootsie Pops. We should do a sucker ranking. Oh, how about the Smarty Suckers? We should. Those are so good. We should. Yeah, oh, man. I sometimes will buy the big Smarty Sucker, just gnaw on it. The problem is, it's so big, and you drool because you can't get your mouth around it. I have one more meaty topic for the nineties. Who you calling? Yellow. Jared. What's going on, Burkhart? You're on the pod. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got you up to the microphone. I'm here with Adam. Is this Jared from Wisconsin? This is Big E, Jared Elson. Hello, Jared. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, we just need a quick take on, like, what's happening in Wisconsin right now. Give us <laughs> give us the quick. We're, this is a new segment I just created called Jared Fills Us In on Wisconsin. <laughs> Well, um, currently, I think most schools are getting ready for uh, getting ready for a few sick kids this next week with uh, deer season starting up in the state. So kids are going to fake call in sick to go hunting? Yeah, there's going to be a few that leave early from school Friday to start heading up north. Classic skinny. You know, <laughs> the old deer camp. I love you know, his Wisconsin accent. excuse for a generations of men to meet up and destroy a few 30 packs of beer and <laughs> shoot guns in the woods and you know get bambi and a couple other things just like our forefathers just like they wanted it to be <laughs> he sounds like charlie barons oh do you know who that is i do yeah he's probably royalty over there oh uh, yeah he's a, he's a legend so adam one so, thing one thing you need to know about Jared is he has an, a devastating drop step post move. 
I played basketball against him. You have? At Summit Church. He's like the Tim Duncan of pickup ball. Yeah. And I'm like uh, Charles Oakley. That's right. What I, what I lacked in athleticism, I, I made up in the length of my arms and legs. You, you would be a big Jay Billis guy. Jay Billis loves the wingspan. He's like a mantis. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> what's uh, what's the hot topic everyone's talking about in Wisconsin right now? Is are you guys still worried about Aaron Rodgers? Are you thinking about him? No, no, just you know, just hoping, hoping he gets healthy and you know can end his career on a positive note. Oh, so you want to see him do uh, well? But yeah, I've got uh, I've got no love lost for him. He's Midwest I mean, I, nice. I've rooted on two quarterbacks in my lifetime, and this is the third. So. How are you uh, feeling about Jordan Love? You know, I think that's the big thing right now is just figuring out if Jordan Love is the guy. I don't think he's the you guy. Know, he's, he's had a number of years to, to sit and watch, and, you know, now he's really his first opportunity to prove what he can do. So, I mean, you figure he's like a, a first-year quarterback. Okay. Hey, and I got- he's, had some, he's had some glimpses of hope. He's got some, you know, he's got some learning to do. Well, it would behoove him. To maybe get a couple one on one sessions with you. You could get him you could get him right as rain, I'm sure. <laughs> I have I have one last question for you before we let you go. What uh give us a, a Mount Rushmore of beers in Wisconsin. According to Wisconsinites, what would be the Mount Rushmore of beers? Oh my gosh. Don't this say spot a cow. Yeah, we want controversy. Bring the heat. I'm, I can't speak for everyone in the state. I'm no, you are about ready to speak for everyone in Wisconsin. That's what this is. <laughs> Don't. Oh, do, I need you to lean into it, not run away from it. Right, We're I asking you because it. we couldn't get a hold of Giannis. Think, yeah, the tried and true <laughs> spotted cow. Okay. That's my 1-1. One, one. Oh, I'd say followed by the, uh, the old Miller Light. Okay. I've heard of it. Then we're, then we're looking at... Old Milwaukee red can. Oh, old I like mud. It. I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, followed by. Okay, this is your fourth one. Round it out. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of what else was a Milwaukee. I feel like, was it Paps? PBR? I think Paps might be a Milwaukee beer. No Linen Kugels? Linen Kugels not making the top four? Oh, I forgot about Linen Kugels. Little Shandy? I was going to say, just the lining kugels all year round, you get the summer shandy, you know, you get the, the original lager, you get them all. Oh, yes. You a big canoe paddler? Absolutely. See, I'm a honey wise guy, but you can't find it down here anymore. Nope. No, you have quite, we have quite the assortment over here, though. All right, I'm coming to visit. All right, you heard it here first, first folks. We had Spotted Cow, Old Milwaukee Red Can. And then he said Miller Light. Miller Light, and then he rounds it out with Are you taking PBR or Lining Kugel? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Lining Kugel. I okay. Mean, I mean Lining's staple. They gotta be there. Okay. Next week we're gonna call someone from Minnesota and get their take, I think. Yep. Jared, thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Hey buddy. Jared, watch out for deer. Thanks. Tell your folks I says hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> that was so great. Tell your folks I says hi. <laughs> Jared's the best. <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope the audio came through okay on that. It sounded good in in my ears. Tell your folks I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I just wanted to talk about some of the best uh, <laughs> neighborhood games growing up. 
And by neighborhood, I mean what you were doing with your friends outside in the neighborhood or like we did it out at the farm because I had a bunch of farm friends. Um, number one all time for me and my friends, hide and seek in the dark. Goated. Oh, indoors, we called that manhunt. Ooh, it was fun indoors. Just limits where you can hide, though. I don't think hide and seek would be number one for me. I think kick the can would. We didn't, we didn't play it a ton. I have played it. It's fun. We just didn't play it a ton. We played a lot of capture the flag at sleepovers. My mm-hmm. buddy had an acreage, so we played capture the flag at sleepovers. Um, hide, hide and seek is good. What's um, sardines? Yeah, sardines is on my list. We did that as well. Yeah. Anything where you're hiding and it's dark, I've thrived because a lot of the girls were scared. So I said, come with me. <laughs> come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what we were doing, but I remember for a while we'd play this same game and maybe it was kick the can but i remember someone would be chasing you and you would try to lead them past my buddy's tree that had cables holding it up because it was little oh no and you'd try to just get him to smoke that cable at full <laughs> speed ouch yeah you try to run in a way that i'm gonna lead them right to it and then i'm gonna duck it or jump it and they're gonna run right into it no chance of decapitation or anything like that no you know how fast you'd have to be running to decapitate yourself at least Usain Bolt. I don't think the human body can run fast enough to decapitate itself on a cable. I think you're correct. Unless some forensic scientist can tell me otherwise. Yeah, I think you're correct. None of my friends ever got decapitated. And the where the cables were at, it was mostly going to like hit you in the shin. And you'd, oh, go, you'd go tumbling. That would be funny. Because it's watch. like a baby tree and then down to the ground. So it's not that high. Oh, that. I got you now. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun So maybe to watch. we didn't duck it. We would just like jump it. Yeah. Just some busted up shins. Uh, we played a lot of a big thing for me and my friends was two versus two basketball tournaments at either Thomas Hansen's court or out at my court at the farm. You had a court? Yeah. Me and my dad put it in a cement court, 2v2 basketball tournaments on the adjustable hoop we bought from Walmart. And you had to fill the back end with sand. Did you have a three-point line painted? No, but there was a crack in the cement, and we said that was the three-point line. Oh, so many good basketball driveway courts had a crack right yep. in the perfect spot for And that threes. was the three-point line. I mean, it was could not have been more perfect. It was about 75% up the court, perfect distance. When's the last time you think you played a 2v2 game on that court? Wow. It's depressing to think about. I know. like It was probably just like the last time in like maybe ninth, 10th grade, because then we got just so busy with sports and – and too cool out. for stuff, and then like girls take a bigger priority than than. I bet it was like ninth grade. Yeah, how many games do you think you played on that court? Oh my gosh, hundreds. That's the crazy part is like hundreds. We all do this stuff, and like we never stop and think like this is the last time we're all going to be out here playing together. Like, I know we're never going to play together again. Yeah, it's depressing. It kind of is. Yeah, like we were out there having the time of our life one day, and then we just never did it again. Yeah, or like, when was the last backyard wiffle ball game I played? Yeah, with my friends. Man, we would get a piece of paper out. We would draw a team. We would draw teams with numbers, and then we would get a piece of paper out, make a bracket, and then we would just, while a game was going on, the people who weren't playing were like swinging on my swing set, slamming Mountain Dews, just living the absolute dream. Waiting for was your this like a sleepover? No, just like uh, we'd started at like ten in the morning on a Saturday, go till dark. You would just like in the summer coordinate got, it and have people get dropped off. Yeah, friends rode their bikes out to the country. We'd play. How till, long of a ride is that? Two miles. Play till like nine o'clock when the sun went down, and call it a night. Well, actually, they'd probably have to be done earlier so they could go. Is this still happening? I don't think it is. 
I don't think kids do that now. Dude, it was the best. Now they're just like, Snapchat me a memory. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, but. my gosh. It was so much fun. And then we would we would like get in arguments on if we should leave the hoop at 10 or put it down to 8 so we could dunk. What, what was we Mary doing? doing? Was Mary making sure everybody was fed? Or? Oh, yeah. Because if they're out there all day, you got to feed them. Right? Uh, pizza bites and bagel bites nice. for days. Mountain Dews, water, always lemonade. My mom always had the uh, little freeze cups. I don't know. They were like little lemonade-flavored freeze cup things. They'd stop and eat those. With like a wooden paddle? Yeah. The the little wood thing? What a time to be alive. Two-on-two basketball tournaments. I loved them so much. Who is your who's your go-to teammate? Who'd you play the – who'd you – like if this was NBA Jam, like what would be the best combo you and who Honestly, else? me and Thomas Hansen had great success. Why Why is that? T- break down your, your we game. Were, we were Stockton. We were Elta Stockton and Malone. I mean, we were so – we we had played basketball together since like second grade, which, which I guess all of us kind of had, but we just knew each other so well. And how we'd run pick and rolls, and he'd feed me in the post, and I'd kick it back out, and we just we were we were unstoppable. So who, what duo would have been the greatest challenge for you guys to play against? Oh man, me and Thomas, probably versus Tom and Joel. Okay, they were why, a good. They why were, were good Tom and Joel so tough? Joel's freak athlete. Okay, great shooter. Uh, he was shorter than us, but very strong. Could jump like crazy. Great rebounder. He was probably my biggest rebounding competitor. Uh, and then, I don't know, Tommy was just smart. He was savvy. Derek Leitz was out there playing. Neil Peterson. Wyatt would play. We'd get Justin. We'd get, like, 12 guys. We'd get, like, six teams. So Love 2v2 basketball tournaments. So there'd be 12 teams. So a couple people are getting buys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what, was, the, what was the that. format? Like, just one and done? And you would just, like, yeah, play multiple know. tournaments? No, I think we would do double elimination. And just everybody's on one side of the paper and just keep downsizing it until the title match. But I think we had a loser bracket and that you went over to, and then you had to get double eliminated, and you could fight your way back, Okay, if I remember right. Because I remember we used to set it up like that on March Madness on PlayStation when we played March Madness tourney, so we just started doing it in our actual real-life tourneys. Did you guys ever do like a makeshift trophy or anything? No. We just got done for the day, then said, you know, we'll probably do this again. But then one day we just never did it again. How many of these tournaments do you think you had? Oh, my gosh. Got to be 100. We did them at Thomas Hansen's house so often. What time of year? Oh, if it was like 40 in the winter, we'd do it. Okay. We'd go out and play in like sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt. If it was 40 and sunny in the winter, we'd play one. I remember the ball would get wet. If it rolled off the court, we'd have to like dry it off. Yeah, what kind of ball are you using? Man. Was it like a rubber ball? It was like orange. Remember those orange rubber balls? Yep. Yeah, we used those. Do you remember those. the ones you'd get from like... I just remember they were in some sort of like Hardee's or Pizza Hut promotion and it had like the big eight teams on it. Yeah. Or you get like the big ten ball. Yeah. And it had all the teams on it. But it was always like something like like a Phillips sixty six yeah. or Pizza Hut or yep. Hardee's that would have some sort of promotion. Then it, the big time game changer came when Walmart came uh started selling the indoor slash outdoor ball. Mm-hmm. But it was like the nice one, like they kind of played basketball with like in actual games indoors. That was a nice Dude, we one. had we had a ball that I loved using at our house on our on our driveway hoop. It was so worn, it's almost soft. Oh yeah. When the leather has just totally gone soft, yep. like though there's but like it still holds air perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like those were the best outdoor Built basketballs. Last. Yeah. So much fun, man. I miss it so much. It doesn't feel like kids just like to play sports as much. They don't. And I can't figure it out. Like And honestly, Stuff like that, we didn't we didn't realize it at the time, but we were like making ourselves better. 
Oh, yeah. And it benefited us like when we got to high school. For sure. Yeah. I don't know why kids don't. I mean, and maybe I'm oblivious to it. Maybe kids are playing as much, but it doesn't feel like groups of guys are organizing that and playing like they used to. I don't think so. We did that. We would go in and play uh, football games at the football field, divide up, play like six on six. So much fun. It seems like in your grade, there was like a group of guys that all stayed close and hung oh, yeah. out. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and then sometimes if we needed extra people, they all had a bunch of brothers that were the same age. We'd bring some of the little bros along. Okay. Once I got to be like 10, we considered them old enough to fill in. Yeah. Thomas Hanson, remember, had a giant white Miami Dolphins ball, football that we would play football with. Oh, and good they, time. Did that, you, guys, you guys played baseball at Hamer's Field or something? Oh, yeah, the Hamer lot over by the football field. Yeah, we'd play pickup. I mean, that was our sand lot. Isn't there a lot of trees over there? You figure it out, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was like our sandlot, and we played home run derby. Out at the farm, we'd play home run derby. If we stood by one barn, there was a power line that went across my parents' farm, and it was far enough away where we said that, that if you hit it over that, it'd be a home run. We'd play home run derby. Oh, my gosh, so much fun with like a old metal reflex bat and a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just the best. Nice. It felt like that was the best, man. It, I agree. God, I miss it. I remember being – it was so rare for me as a child to get to play basketball in a gym mm-hmm. that I remember in the winter, my school would have open gym on like Sunday afternoon. And it was such a big deal if my brothers and I went, I got, I would like put on my best gym shorts and oh, yeah. my best basketball Jersey and like get my, I always thought it was special. Like, okay, I'm going to wear these sneakers, but I'm going to bring these cause I'm going to change into these when we get in there. Cause there's snow on the ground. Yes. And like, I would shoot on a side hoop because I was like an elementary student. And then the high school kids would play pickup. Yes. And I remember just being like, this is the greatest thing ever. Because the only basketball I could ever play yes. was in my driveway on a cracked pavement thing when it's cold <laughs> and windy. Yes. Or in my basement on my space jam hoop. So just to play in a gym felt so special. When I got to the age where like sometimes they would let me play in the pickup games, like that was a huge deal. Oh, yeah. And you would just be like, okay, don't shoot too much and don't like turn the ball over so they don't get mad at you so they let you keep playing yep (laughs) uh and uh in the winter dean leets had uh straight out of hoosiers he put a hoop up in his uh, hay mount and we could play ball up there he like reinforced the floor and we played basketball up in the hay mount classic dean just a good time dean was awesome yeah and then hank and i built their shop and put a hoop in there and then that was the barn had to had to go. That's the shop when, was better. That's when you kicked the ball off Tom's face? No, reverse that. Oh, Tom kicked the ball off your face. <laughs> Tom tried okay. to break my face in half. Okay. <laughs> you you threw a baseball at his shin. Yes, I did. A okay. rock at his shin. Oh, a rock. Okay. And split him open. And Myron, and Myron flipped out. I thought I thought it was the end for me. <laughs> I really did. Did you guys do home run derbies or anything like that in the backyard? Yeah, but, well, I lived in the country. Yep. And... I sometimes we had this huge deck on the back of our house and we had a walkout basement. And so sometimes my brothers and I would play where if you hit it onto the deck with a tennis ball, uh, we had to do it when my dad wasn't home because he did not like the idea of a tennis ball flying against the back of the house. (laughs) Uh, We didn't do that very often, but the biggest way I played was um, I would go into town to hang out at my grandparents' house and there was a bunch of kids in their neighborhood and uh, we would play in the backyard across the street from my grandparents and it was like play for hours 
everybody break up, go get something to eat at your respective houses and then mm-hmm. come back. Well, okay. We're all going to meet back at one. Right. Yep. It was like, we leave at 12 and it's like, everybody, you have one hour. Like we'll meet back here at one. Everybody go home, eat your hand, your ham sandwich and get back. Yeah. And then I remember the place that we played too. there was a garden hose attached to the house and you'd get a, you can get a pull off the garden hose if you got thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. But they had a nice, like high wooden fence. That was like a good distance for, for home runs. We played the tennis ball. There was a, there was an abandoned, not an abandoned, but just an empty lot. My grandpa owned that was perfect for backyard football. And we would like all the neighborhood kids would wear our hutch. Remember the NFL uniforms? Yes. But like they very clearly said like not for actual use, but we yes. would use them anyway. Of course. We'd, and it was like, it was like watching a pro bowl. Cause yeah. like none of us had the same team. And then we would take, we'd fold up dish towels and, and athletic tape them or duct tape them to our thighs, <laughs> like thigh, like thigh pads. I love that. Yeah. My brother had Dan Marino. I had John Elway. My other brother had Marcus Allen. Somebody had a Chiefs. I remember a Vikings, a Bears, a Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. We would just play in that stuff. Did Did you guys ever like, did some of the kids go like buy like a cheap pair of like pads, shoulder pads? No. But I would also take a dish towel and tuck it into my waistband, and then I'd dry my hands off on it like I was like a real like, <laughs> like, a, like a real Elway, quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, half the fun was getting ready for those games, and then like walking down the block in your full football get up. Oh, you just did not want the day to end. You'd go home just sweaty and gross. Your mom would give you a little pat on the head. It looks like you had a fun day. Make you take a bath and get cleaned up or shower. You just go to bed. No, you just had the best day. We didn't play a lot of pickup basketball. My brothers aren't didn't really care for basketball much. Sure. We did have a hoop when we moved out to the country, and I played on that more than anybody. Sure. And my friend Kelly would come over and we would play one on one games until like and I thought they were always really competitive. And a lot of trash talking. This is when we were in high school, like old enough to drive. A lot of one on one trash talking and, and whatever. And then one day I beat him and he drops like a yeah, I don't really care about these games anymore. I don't really try. <laughs> I got so mad. I never played him again because that's like a cardinal sin in my book. Yeah, such a pity. Just attitude. not being competitive. Like, I can't stand people that don't compete. Take the L, bro. Yeah. And so he kind of took the fun out of it for me. So I never played him again because yeah. I don't want to play people in sports who don't want to win. I freaking hate losing at everything. I If I lose at something, it just bothers me to my core. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like man alive. It was uh, we were we were right in there. It's like the last era to have that kind of childhood. I feel like maybe I don't know. We might be we might maybe be like a, four. Or five we might years be oblivious. Afterwards. Every time I drive by Tom's house, his kids are in the yard playing sports. That is true. And like the their friends are always over there playing. So maybe it's still happening. I think parent. You just have to be more intentional now. Probably it's a parent. Because we should ask options. Tom because he, he's achieving it. His kids yeah. are always playing sports outside. Knows how to cook. He owns a building on Main Street that hopefully oh. will be the greatest place oh. ever to hang out. <laughs> Steph is a saint. I mean, he's got a lot going for him. Yeah. I'm his friend. Yes. Oh, I boy. hope. And I, he's probably going to hear this. And Tommy, we just think you're great, buddy. Yeah. But, but. we're going to gas you up any chance we get. Yeah, and if you could, you please let us know who you agree with more on the Little Debbie's rankings. Yeah, he'll text us. Thank you. We need to get Tom's take on North Dakota beer rankings because he's oh. he spends a lot of time over in that neck of the North woods. North Dakota, man, tell your folks this is I. That was great. <laughs> um, 
that I almost get emotional talking about that old neighborhood stuff growing up. It's just, just good times. Um, 90s quick hitter, then we'll bounce. Do you remember the Cat's Cradle string game? Oh, is this 1890s quick hitter? <laughs> you don't remember the string I know what game? it is, but nobody played with it. What? what? That Dude. was a huge thing in Elta. Sorry, man. We had a little bit more exciting things going on in Woodward. You weren't Cat's Cradling it? No. Like, oh, that we is, did it. That is seriously like from 60 years ago. I thought it was a 90s thing. I don't think so. We did it. The girls in our class would do it, and then they'd be like, all right, Adam, come do this. You have to take this one and pull it here, and then do this there. And I'd be like all confused. And then they'd say, now do this. And then all of a sudden, I'm holding it. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? Well, I don't. What's the point of the game? I don't know. Dude, we're to flirt. Sorry, dude. We're playing Pogs for keeps. Gosh. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of Pogs happening here, but we did Cats Cradle it. Well, we are, I was down by Des Moines, a little bit closer to the epicenter of pop culture. That's true. No, we were playing Pogs. We had yo-yos. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't doing Cats Cradle, Ooh, although sometimes my daughters come up to me with a bunch of string on their fingers, and they're doing something. Cats Cradle. But, like, what's the point of it? How do you I win? I don't know. Ask them. I don't know if, I don't know if you, there is a winner. It's just a weird, like, time filler. <laughs> it is kind of stupid. Hey, I wrapped this string around my fingers. Why don't you try it's to how, wrap it around your fingers? It's how Laura Ingalls Wilder passed the time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that and avoiding hay fever or scarlet fever. Oh, shoot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Always fun to rank, rank foods, talk food, talk our awesome childhoods. What do you want people to say about you when you're dead? That Adam was someone who, whenever he, whenever we knew we were going to spend time with him, we knew that we were going to have a good time. We knew the vibes were going to be high. He was going to entertain. Okay. Make people happy. Like when people are like, yes, Adam's going to be with us. They got happy. That's nice. Yeah. That's what I want. I tried to be a vibes guy. There you go. So don't hang out with me during an Iowa sporting event. What about you? I hope that people say, I can't believe he died in a fiery, horrific speedboat crash on <laughs> Lake Tahoe at Grand Super Nationals. But boy, did his body go skipping across the water like a champ. <laughs> That's all, right. all I want. All right. On that note, <laughs> you should... Tell friends about the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Iowa Everywhere, where you can hear me and Jordan Bohannon's podcast and a bunch of other good ones. Um, tell friends about this one. Tell friends um, that their life could be just a little bit better if they were listening to the Back Roads and Bonfires. Don't you agree? Yes. And I would like to say I really like the Vista Paints podcast studio. Yeah. Thank you. I put a whole hour and 45 minutes into it. It's pretty nice. <laughs> it shows. It's pretty freaking cool. Pretty freaking cool. <laughs> hot, hot.